Greetings, constant listeners. It's Michael Monroeville Mall Rothman. What you're about to hear is a clip from our latest installment of The Soul's Midnight. Wait, Soul's Midnight? Yeah, Soul's Midnight. Do you remember that? It was our spinoff show we used to have a long, long time ago. Well, we still have it. It's just in the Barrens. Uh, and if you're still sitting there going, wait, 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 I, I actually don't remember what The Soul's Midnight is. Uh, let me give you some context. It's a, it's a spinoff series that allows us to put down Stephen King for a moment and talk about some real life spooky tales. Uh, in the past, we've talked about ghosts. We've talked about aliens. We've talked about Christmas parables that happen to do with uh, or involve ghosts or aliens or any of the above. Uh, we've also dabbled into tech horror uh, in the past, which we did last time, I believe, to tie into Cell. Uh, well, this time, we are tying it into Full Dark, No Stars. How are we doing that? How are we going to tie it into Full Dark, No Stars? Well, we're talking about serial killers and horror movies. How serial killers have influenced horror movies and how horror movies have inf influenced serial killers. You know, it's the real snake eating the tail, uh, if you catch my drift. Uh, as always, our co-host, Ashley Cassidy, who likes to keep it weird over on Keep It Weird, is keeping it weird for us on Souls of Midnight. Uh, this time around, especially because we are going to be talking about all of those crazed killers that uh, have influenced some of our favorite horror movies and maybe some of our favorite horror movies that have been influenced by those killers. You know, just like I told you in the synopsis earlier. Anyway, you got to make sure your, your doors are locked and you better make sure that security system is set. Maybe even turn on all the lights in the house because this is a very spooky episode and uh, it gets a little grimy. But uh, so if you enjoy this clip, you can get the whole thing over at The Barons, www.patreon.com slash The Barons. Consider this a great post-discussion for Full Dark No Stars, and we're going to kind of, we're gonna try to keep doing this with uh, the books going forward. Maybe we'll do something on conspiracies uh, with JFK uh, for 11-22-63. Oh, wait a second. We are going to be doing that. And then next year, maybe we'll, we'll talk about something with amusement parks for Joyland. Who knows? But this is how you should see The Soul's Midnight. It's almost like a, a post-discussion, uh, except uh, we don't have to, you don't have to listen to Chris Hardwick. So that's a win, huh? Anyway, if you want this episode and you want hundreds of more like it, again, just join us, www.patreon.com slash the Barons. I've talked enough. It's now time for you to listen to other people talk, my fellow co-hosts. Enjoy it. Over long days, pleasant nights. So today we're talking serial killers. Not that you need a trigger warning, but just in case you do, the killers we will be talking about today are not fictional. They did commit these crimes that you're going to hear us talk about. Some of their victims' families may still be alive today. So if you're a little more squeamish when it comes to real murders and deaths, this is your final warning. I am going to start out with a really short one that struck me as very strange. This happened on December 7th, 1982. It was a man named Richard Boyer. He entered the residence of an elderly couple, Francis and Eileen Harbitz, and he stabbed them to death. Their bodies were found five days later by their son. They were stabbed 43 times between the two of them. Horrific. And William... Who's William? Oh, the... Um, uh, one of the sons of the people, their, their son that found them, he pointed authorities to a man named Richard Boyer because this man had done yard work for the couple in the past and William said he always kept a big buck knife on his belt. So they went to question um, Richard and they found a knife covered in blood residue. So they were like, okay, this is probably the guy. 
And Boyer even confessed to the killings during his arrest, but the whole thing ended up in a mistrial because of his confession. Um, it was obtained in violation to his Miranda rights. He confessed before they even like were able oh, wow. to give him his Miranda rights. So it was a mistrial, but he was retried again two days later, two years later in 1984. He claimed to have no memory of the murders, and he actually blamed Halloween Two for the crimes. He said that he had driven to the Harbits' home to borrow some money, but he had smoked PCP on the way, yeah, as you I do. Read about this. And he suffered a flashback to Halloween 2 upon arriving. Apparently, this was a movie he often watched while he was fucked up on drugs and alcohol. Why 2? I don't know. But it was the first time a feature film was being submitted as evidence at a murder trial. But the jury did end up finding his defense a shitty one, and he was sentenced to death for two counts of first-degree murder. But he's still on death row to the stakes. He's in California. It's likely he's probably going to live out the rest of his life in prison. And he never got to see Halloween ends. Is that good or bad? Mm, maybe, yeah, maybe that's not so bad. I mean, <laughs> no, actually, that was my favorite of the trilogy. Me too. Yeah. I loved yeah. Halloween Ends. Um, I just thought it was funny that it was like Halloween Two that he yeah. referred. Yeah, and not Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, which nope. I've heard has a lot of defenders. Yeah, people like that one, or at least yeah. they like like the first hour or something. And I'll yeah, tell the you, director's cut I hear is significantly different, but I can't find it. So I, I haven't know. watched the Rob Zombie ones since they were in theaters, but I did recently watch Halloween 2 for the first time in like probably 12 years for some reason I think because it's never streaming the first one's always streaming I own the third one you know what I mean like I've seen the others more recently I liked it yeah I really loved Halloween 2 and it's got the great Leo Rossi fantastic actor Uh, also in Maniac Cop 2 another sequel that is excellent is Um, it? I don't think I've seen the second one Maniac Cop one is good. Maniac mm-hmm. Cop 2 is genuinely awesome. And it was on